Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi-straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, the aloe of the year. Sounds fake, but but okay. Welcome back to the pod. Merry Christmas. Ah, yes. I think it'll be over by the time this is out. Surely, yes. This um, this is the last episode of the year. Is it? Yeah, that's why we're doing this topic oh, yeah. today. <laughs> wow, <laughs> y'all, we made it. We made it. Unless something wild happens between now and the end. I mean, I hope not, given the wild things that have happened this year. Like, they've all been pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I guess... I, well, a- I won't, well, I won't say that. I don't want to jinx it. Yeah, I was going to say, on a pod level, they've actually been decent, but I don't, you know, I don't trust Honestly, uh, the pod growth has probably been, like, the only (laughs) very positive thing to happen this year. Excellente. Good. Um, Yeah. Just a reminder to the kids, though, uh, the second it turns January 1st does not mean all of this is over. I'm just going to, like, I know that it's it's maybe... Maybe it might feel nice to say that 2020 is over, but the problems that 2020 has are not going to be over. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Keep wearing your masks. Keep, uh, Thanks for this downer, Sarah. Keep, um, keep protesting, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, Kayla, what are we talking about this week? So this week, we are going to be naming, uh, awarding the Aloe of the Year. Yes. Uh, for those of you who don't know what aloe stands for, it is allosexual and or romantic, which is basically anyone who is not on the ace or arrow spectrum. So mm-hmm. experiences a quote unquote normal amount of attraction, though we all know that's nothing. The straights, the gays, the pans, the buys, yes, the generally queers, you know the type. Except for the people that are the generally queers that are also ace or aerospec. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I mean, the aloes do always be doing wild shit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I mentioned this on an episode before when we talked about doing this episode, or maybe it was just in a conversation with Sarah, who knows? It's all I'm the never same. Not at this talking point. to Sarah. It's all the um, same. That in my new city, there's like a radio station that was doing like the redneck of the year, um, and looking at like weird news stories that involved rednecks. And I was like, well, we could do that. We can steal that idea. Um, so we're going to. So we're just gonna pick an aloe of the year. <laughs> yeah. So um, all of these were submitted from people on our Twitter and our Discord. Thank um, you. Because. Um, we wanted you all to ruin your search history instead of us, I guess. <laughs> so yeah. Also, thank I just you. Like, didn't. I didn't know what to search. <laughs> well, the but, original intention of me asking was just like in case anyone had any like top of mind, but then people just started doing the research. They just started looking it up, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, I didn't mean <laughs> to make you work." I was just like, "If anyone knows any weird headlines from 
But anyway, everyone Kayla, did the research Kayla didn't for mean us, to make you just... work, but I did. Okay, but it worked out well anyway. So, um, I don't remember how many links I have, but we'll just do as many as we want. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have Sarah take notes so we mm-hmm. can remember what we've talked about, and we can I have um real paper in front of me and a real pen. Yeah. yeah. So here's the first one. Are you ready? Yeah. So have you heard of the game Cyberpunk uh, 2077? Yeah. Um, And how they took it away? No. Okay, so they recently, like, unreleased it to fix things. I thought uh-huh. it was just that it was, like, super buggy. That's what I had heard. Yeah. Um, but here's the headline. Um, CD Projekt... I guess that's the company, is adjusting Cyberpunk 2077's distracting amount of dildos. Oh. Um, yes. So they are just um, everywhere. Let me let me do some reading. I don't I don't understand. This this um, writer, the person writing this article um, started just stumbling on upon so many dildos in the game they started documenting every single one how do you stumble upon dildos well they're just like there like there's this picture of just like this mannequin that has like a dildo under like a strap i guess you would i guess that's what that is yeah um because the, the article starts the first time i stepped out of my character's apartment in cyberpunk 2077 I expected to be greeted by a vast world of machine-powered possibilities. Instead, I found a dildo. It was sitting next to a random NPC's foot in my apartment building near a discarded magazine and some other trash. Um, And so it just kept happening. So they've screenshotted 29 dildos. Um, They come in two varieties. The common studded dildo, um, which is... um, the lowly street pigeon of Cyberpunk 2077's vast dildo underground. So I guess that's just the standard. Um, and then there's some rarer ones. Uh, mm-hmm. You can pick them up um, and use them to craft things. You can sell them. Um, but that's the only use. Um, so how 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 did so many dildos get designed and how... Why wow, are is, they there's everywhere? very funny pictures in this article of just truly just like the most... Like there's... Like on the street, there's like a can of gas. Maybe it looks like mm-hmm. some ca- can of chemicals, and next to it is just a large dildo. Okay. There's an unlockable dildo weapon. Okay, so w- was this intentional? Well, so uh, the the person says, so I had to know why all the dildos. Uh, and a quote from the senior quest designer, Philip Weber, said in an email, we wanted Night City to be pretty open sexually, where something by today's standards might be taboo or very or kinky is very normal and commonplace by t- the standards of the year 2077. Um, so they thought that just scattering a bunch of dildos was the mm-hmm. way to do the that. I guess there's that. a lot of like sex workers in the game. Um which I think is, like, probably a better way to, like... Right, rather than just kind of placing dildos at random intervals. So this says, going forward, they will not be removing the preponderance of discarded dildos. Instead, the developer will fine-tune its flock of wayward phalli. Um, so they're the just second, making the dildos better. I guess. The second <laughs> reason for the high amount of dildos is because they can spawn as random loot... Um, and they were still tweaking those game settings when they, like, released the game. Mm. 
Um, and so the amount just became very high. So they're going to adjust that so that they don't appear too out of place or out of context. So I guess like in the game, just random stuff appears and one of the things that can randomly appear is a dildo. And so that's why it's like next to cans of gas. Mm. Um, so I guess that aloe of the year would be senior game developer Fib- Philip Weber would be mm-hmm. that is our first nomination for aloe okay. of the year is the <laughs> senior designer on cyberpunk 2077 okay good um so how do you feel about that one um i think it's funny like i i guess i think i'll, I'll need to hear more of these to decide which way we want to go with this i think the yeah. person who wins this is going to be like the worst aloe of the year yeah yeah that's um, what i'm guessing like the most like the person that makes us think the most are the aloes okay yeah and i don't think that really does it i mean i i love it <laughs> mm-hmm. but like i don't look at that and think are the aloes okay i look at that and i, I giggle that's fair so. okay here's another one this is from the guardian in australia mm-hmm. um it's from may of 2020 the headline reads man acquitted of entering a home with a weapon after successful sex fantasy defense Terrence Leroy found not guilty after proving that he was hired by another man to tie him up, but was given the wrong address. Oh. So, two men were hired to carry out this stranger's sexual fantasy of being tied up while clad in his underpants, um, but it went wrong um, when... They made a mistake. So one of the Sydney men, Terrence Leroy, has now been found not guilty in the court of entering the home. Okay, so this happened in 2019, but this story is from 2020, so it's fine. Because yeah. he just got acquitted. Um, so the the charge was intending to intimidate while armed with an offensive weapon. Um, describing the facts of the case as unusual, Judge Sean Grant said the Crown had not been excluded and ex- had not excluded the reasonable possibility that Re- Leroy entered the house as part of a lawful plan to carry out a sexual fantasy. Quote, they carried the machetes either as a prop or something to use in the fantasy, the judge said in his published reasons for the acquittal. The fantasy was unscripted and there was discretion as to how it would be carried out. According to statements, um, a man living in NS in Western NSW. I don't know what that means. New South Wales. Oh, okay. Wanted to be tied up and have a broom handle rubbed around his underwear. Around his underwear. A broom handle rubbed around his underwear. I do not know what this means. He was willing to pay $5,000 if it was, quote, really good, the judge said. The would-be client had a history of proclivity for engaging in the services of people. Um, So after making the arrangements with a man on Facebook, which seems dangerous, um, for people to engage in this role play, he sent the address, which he later updated after moving to another home. But in July... So he just moved? uh Uh-huh. Mid-booking? Yes. Um, So a resident living in the same street as his first address noticed some light coming from his lounge room uh, when he got up to go to the toilet. So assuming it was a friend um, who came daily to make a coffee, that's weird, get your own (laughs) coffee machine, he yelled out, bugger off, it's too early. God, I love Australians. Um, After hearing a voice, um, they asked if it was the client, the resident, 
turned on his light, took off his sleep apnea mask, and saw two men standing next to his bed. They had machetes. Um, they started to leave. Um, after they realized it wasn't him, they said, sorry, mate, and shook his hand and said goodbye <laughs> and drove away. Um, when the men and their driver arrived at the correct address, the customer noticed one had a, quote, great big knife in his pants, which he put in the car after being told not to bring it inside. They had coffee and the client made bacon, eggs and noodles before he fell asleep on the couch. The police turned up soon after and found the machetes in the car. Um, so that's that. <laughs> that's very funny. So I, just, I think that would be Leroy, Terrence Leroy. Well, that was the guy that was hired. So I feel like the Aloe of the Year should be the one who hired them. The one who hired them. So the client, I don't think they named the client, which is fair. Um, yeah. So whoever this client is I th- would, would be I the mean, next nominee. I just, so like... You moved houses mid booking, yes. like you didn't just you didn't uh, yeah, I'm, wait. My thing is like, how long did this take to arrange? That right in the between time he moved, and like if you knew that you were moving, you might be able to be like, hey, I'll give you the address later, yeah. or here's the address that I am going to be at on the date of this yeah. occurrence. Yeah, but no, <laughs> that's my biggest question right there. Yeah, I just, like, don't think it was planned. I love the people who were hired that were like, sorry, mate. Sorry. Um, They seem very nice. Mm -hmm. Um, It's interesting that they brought the machetes and then the client was like, no, actually, I don't want those. They left them in the car. Mm -hmm. So there obviously wasn't communication about, like, what props needed to be brought either. Yeah. There was was a lot of uh, leeway in terms of... In terms of what Leroy was bringing. Yeah. I mean, I think yep. that's on the client, to be honest. No, the client is definitely our nominee. I don't... Yeah. I feel bad for these men that were hired. Like, they didn't... Clearly, they were sorry. They were just yeah. like, goodbye. Goodbye. You know? Goodbye. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. So yeah. yeah. How um, did they get in? I don't know. I, I mean, mean was well, it- maybe this guy left his door open because he was expect his friend comes over every day to make coffee. That's wild. I I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, this one is also from Australia. It mm. was published just this past Saturday, the nineteenth mm. of December. Um, son sues his parents for thirty eight thousand dollars after they destroyed his porn collection. Oh. A man who sued his parents for getting rid of his pornography collection has won a lawsuit in Western Michigan. Oh, my God. Why is this in Australian news? This is fun. Um, And can seek compensation. So U.S. District Judge Paul Maloney ruled in favor of David Working, who said his parents had no right to throw out his collection. He lived at their Grand Haven home for 10 months. Grand Haven. I, after for 10 months after a divorce before moving to Muncie, Indiana. Oh, honey. oh my God. Working said that boxes of films and magazines worth an estimated, uh, okay, so $29,000 US, $38,000 um, Australian, were missing. Quote, there is no question that the destroyed property was David's property, said the judge. Um, defendants repeatedly admitted that they destroyed the property. Working's parents said they had a right to act as his landlords, okay? <laughs> Defendants do not cite to, 
to any statute or case law to support their assertion that landlords can destroy property that they dislike. Um, the judge told both sides to file briefs of the financial value of the collection and said um, the court does not intend to hold any evidentiary hearings. So I guess that's the end of it. So it is a recently divorced man, so this is a fully grown adult. Um, who is temporarily living with his parents in Grand Haven. I mean, he could be, like, young 20s. Some people but get married that young. I mean, but still, that's not what that's, I'm imagining. Like, it's not like it's a minor. And he's an adult. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, I just assumed he was living there for free so that they, yeah. would, so they wouldn't be his landlords. Though that's still, like the judge said, landlords simply can't just throw things out that they don't like. <laughs> yeah, that's not how that works. So, um, I don't know if the aloe should be the kid, the guy whose porn was um destroyed because mm-hmm. i will say, like i don't think his parents should have done that you can't just destroy people's property but twenty nine thousand dollars worth of porn of is a worth of porn. lot of porn like was some a of lot. it rare like a collector's item like maybe in <laughs> a they have collector's of, like a playboy i don't know sarah <laughs> um yeah i don't know i mean I, I, yeah, I know, I don't know who, I don't know who to make the, the recipient of this nomination because on one hand, this guy had $29,000 worth of porn and he was so upset that his parents destroyed it that he sued. They sued. On the other hand, I love that the parents' defense is just like, yeah, we did it. (laughs) Yeah, they like didn't even, they did not deny it. I would they love... didn't they owned up to it and they were like, Well, we were his landlords and then the judge was like, No and they were like, Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they are probably such annoying parents. Like so they he probably just probably sucks so hard. So so did they destroy it when he when he was living there? Or cause he said I... he moved to Muncie. Was his stuff still at his parents and he had moved to Muncie? So he lived there for 10 months before moving to Muncie. So my guess would it be it happened while he still lived there and he has Mm -hmm. since moved since this incident. I mean, fair enough. (laughs) Is my guess. Uh, Yeah, I just don't know. Okay. Um, How did they destroy it? Like, I I don't know. Did they burn it? Like, did they just... I mean, it was magazines and films, so... Yeah. Were the films on dvd i would assume was it a, a vhs I mean, tape a floppy disc so. <laughs> um, i don't know yeah i i would really just like more details here to be quite frank um uh but who who's who's the recipient of the nomination um, i mean it has to be the guy with twenty nine thousand dollars worth of porn right and who yeah. then used more money to hire a lawyer yeah for his lawsuit all right. Although I admire his parents' forthrightness. <laughs> um, they, I mean, they, they and certainly I, are. And, and yeah, yeah. This, this is stereotyping, but I would imagine if they're, they're in Grand Haven, they probably, you know, that people, there tend to be a lot more like religious Christian yeah. folk out on the west side of the state. Uh, yeah. so I, I, my best guess as to why it was destroyed was they had a, uh, a moral, uh yeah. uh issue with it um mm-hmm. but <laughs> like I, the man just got divorced you know like if he you know would yeah. i spend twenty nine thousand dollars on porn no do i think it's a little bit ridiculous yes but like 
Did he that's spend, what's getting you through. I don't know. Did he buy all of this porn post-divorce? Was Is this a collection that he's was been this, building? Was this a reason the divorce happened? <laughs> I don't Questions. know. <laughs> I wonder, like, if that was part of the divorce. Like, who gets the $29,000 worth of porn? Yeah, was it shared porn? Was Maybe. it his personal Maybe that porn? Was, what if the ex-wife is really the one who destroyed it and then the parents are taking the blame for some or reason. she like paid them mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a conspiracy i love this <laughs> um here's another one. Oh, also just disclaimer it, maybe all these people aren't aloes we don't know because obviously ace and arrow people can still have of course sex and engage in sexual activities and romantic relationships but we have to assume that they're out. We have just to because assume of their absurd behavior. <laughs> yes, we don't want to claim any of this absurd behavior within the community. So no, of course gonna... not. Um, okay, man left in stitches after finding X-rated business card under floorboards. Uh, in stitches, um, like laughing. I think so. Yes. Oh, God, I just, I haven't, I, obviously, I think everyone can tell that I haven't read these before, so I'm just looking at these pictures. Uh, a man working to restore an old house to its formal glo- former glory couldn't help but chuckle after discovering what appears to be a rather old business card under the floorboards. Um, so Imgur users have been very amused um, mm-hmm. by this sharing. So a rather old-looking business card for one, quote, Percy Longprong, um who might end up having to be the aloe i guess um because i don't know that we can nominate the man who found it um was found underneath floorboards while working um on this house um so let's see alongside the photo this photo okay so there's a photo so it's Mm -hmm. a very old business card um by percy longprong expert frigging plain Mm -hmm. and fancy terms mm-hmm. cash before mounting um in the in the top left corner it says maidens treated gently spinsters delighted uh at the top right corner says extra attention given to neglected married women that's very nice um the bottom left corner says reduced terms to young parties satisfaction guaranteed um the bottom right says widows a specialty pto for price list um so that's what the front of the card says love this (laughs) let's see i think there was a picture okay so the back of the card then has this price list um so we have it's a little torn up something insertions um 5s where was this what money is this what money type is just in lowercase s and some d's i don't know i don't know um something scratched out with caresses caress um, a little bit more blank positions i don't know a something scuttle uh a womb stretch oh a tongue bath a tongue bath i think this says a duff dive that would make sense oh um my. per hour um is 10s what does this mean i don't, I don't know what money is that i don't know um all night is 50 S and two times guaranteed. Um, in extra attention, we have bubble shake, uh, saliva exchange, French tickler, finger diddle, 
uh, Vaseline in parentheses if needed, whips and scourges three strokes. Um, and then it says Percy gives green shield stamps. What does this mean? I don't know. <laughs> um, so then a bunch of people were just very excited um, for this man. But you may notice there's no contact information. So probably a joke card, they say. Um, but yeah, this was a uh, an ancient looking um, sex worker's business card. <laughs> when you say ancient looking, what do you mean? I mean I'll send you the link. Okay. Um it looks, you know, like it's been under some floorboards for a while, for sure. <laughs> okay. I hope what this is this a joke mean? because I love this. Five S money. Like, it's not like any. Oh, it's old. Oh, shillings. Okay. So shillings. this is old British money, they say. Um, what's 5D? Okay. So this is on shillings. Whatever D is. A pound, a pence. Maybe that's a pence. I don't pence. know. Um, probably pence. Wow. Um, yeah, so for just a t- 50 shillings, you get all night two times guaranteed. For the womb stretch, that's only seven shillings and six pence. Wow. I mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. I really love I, this. What's his name again? I, we're assuming it's a Percy man. Percy. Percy Longprong. Prong. Cash before mounting, please. Cash before mounting. I love this. This is excellent. Um, I love this man. Sarah, I, I would unironically cards? give this man LLV. <laughs> if we ever get business cards, that's going to have to say Percy um, Longprong. No, cash before mounting. Cash before mounting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's Percy. I think current. I love current. Uh, might be the current first place person. I love Percy. Okay. From October 2020, sex banned in... So I have to be honest, this headline makes no sense to me, so it'll be interesting to read. Sex banned indoors for tier two couples living apart, number 10 confirms. I don't know who number 10 is, but... Uh, Is that the prime minister of uh, England? Oh, maybe. So couples living apart in in areas with tier two restrictions. So that's like in America, I think we've been calling them like phases of COVID restrictions um, are not allowed to have sleepovers unless they are in a quote support bubble downing street confirmed today. Boyfriend, boyfriends and girlfriends will be able to meet outdoors in tier two, but are expected to adhere to social distancing rules such as hands, face and space. Is that a thing they say over there? Hands, Maybe. face, and space. That's cute. Uh, That's fun. Um, they must also adhere to the rule of six. Wow, they're so... <laughs> Here in America, we're like, just stand six feet apart. And over there, they're like, mm, the rule of six. <laughs> um, so the prime minister, the prime minister's official spokesperson said, the rules on household mixing in tier two set out that you should mix with your own house. You should... That you should mix with your own household only unless you formed a support bubble. And that obviously does apply to some couples. Um, asked why there was no exemption for people in established relationships in tier two. He replied because the purpose of the measures that were put in place is to break the chain and transmission between households. And the scientific advice is that there is greater transmission of the virus indoors. Um, asked if couples could meet outside. He said yes, it, as is set out in the guidance. 
Um, just follow the rule of six. Um, he also said that people living in tier two areas should not go to tier one areas to socialize indoors. So you can't just go on a date to a less restrictive area so you can have sex inside. Um, wow. um, so if you live in tier two, you leave tier two, you should continue to behave under the rules for tier two. Um, I mean, I think so- all of this is reasonable. Oh, it is. Well, what I think is just funny is that they had to. They had to be like, say it. You you can't fuck if you're in tier two. Like yes. y'all, when just I, because you're in a committed yeah. relationship doesn't mean we'll let you yeah. fuck. No, this it's is a very, pandemic. I think this is. It's very good. I just think it's funny that it had to be said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's sad that yeah. it had to be said. Really. Yes. Yeah. Astounding. Um. Okay. Here's a really good one. Okay. Twitter-controlled anal vibrators are the cyberpunk future we need. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. So, have you heard of these, these um, like, Bluetooth-connected vibrators? Have you seen these online? I feel like I've heard of, like, Bluetooth-connected ones. I don't know that I've heard of them being controlled by the folks of of ye old tweet machine yeah yeah i've seen a lot of videos of people going out in public with their partners and one of them like uh-huh. has it inside uh-huh. them and the other has an app on their phone uh-huh. and then like just at dinner uh-huh. yeah. yeah 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 so that's already uh-huh. been a thing that's happening like it. uh-huh yep <laughs> yep um so there's uh, something called the Double O, a custom-built battery which theoretically allows for wireless control of any device that uses AA batteries. Um, and the inventor let Twitter know in September that it, the control extends to anal vibrations. Sorry, vibrators. vibrators. <laughs> to demonstrate his invention, Buck Connect Buck, the inventor, connected a Double O augmented vibrator, which was at that time in use, to a Twitter poll. Um, so he said, here we go. This is what he tweeted. Here we go. My open source Wi-Fi vibrator is in my butt again. Vibration <laughs> intensity is controlled by the poll. Liking the tweet means 10 more seconds of vibration. Retweeting means 30 more seconds of vibration. Um, and then there's a poll that says more intense or less intense. And as you might guess, more intense, um, has 86% of the votes. Yeah. Um, so, d- how, yeah. How many likes and retweets did this? I imagine this could have very easily gone viral um, and it, he could have been, you know, according yeah. to the rules, been stuck with this vibrator and just Forever. going for a long um, time. So, 450 people voted. Mm-hmm. It looks like, oh, let me see, can I click on the tweet? Let me go to the Twitter and see what it looks like right now. Oh, it's just taking me to his Twitter. Well, I don't want to see anything about what your Twitter. <laughs> I mean, according to, like, the insert of the tweet in the article, almost 500 people have liked it, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that means, like, via this article or that's actually how many people that liked it. Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, here's the thing. I... Oh, Buck said, it was rather exhilarating to give up so much control to hand over that control to a chaotic place like Twitter. Um... I hate this man. 
I'm afraid. Like, I mean, it's obviously good that, like, he went into this with a full understanding of what he was doing. Like, it's not like it was, like, a... Yeah. You know, but also... Hello? I... But also, like, did he get off from it? Like, so many questions. I feel like it would the stress of thinking a lot, like, oh my god, if more people keep liking this, I'm going to be like this forever. Like, did he want really more people take to you like out of the moment? <laughs> I don't know. Like, how how much attention did he really want for this tweet? I Was there like don't a threshold? <laughs> I don't like it. I uh, this concerns me. Yeah, the the fact that people are like using thing because that's like I guess some a battery attachment. There's also like just vibrators that are made to be like this and connected to an app. Yeah, I saw a TikTok recently of like these three friends going to a grocery store and they each put one in. Ah, and then we're walking around the grocery store like doing it to each other. What is so, happening on your TikTok? I don't. I don't know. That, well, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. How know did they this were end like, up on your for you page? I don't know, but I didn't like it. So I don't know if they were like a thruple. They looked like high schoolers. Oh my god. Um. So I don't know how they were able to purchase that. Maybe they weren't. Maybe they were older. Um. But I think you're supposed to be eighteen plus to buy stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, I've seen so many videos of people being like at a restaurant and just like doing that to their partner, and it's like that's just you're in public. Yeah. Which is like I guess the thing that makes it good. For it's a like lot of voyeurism. People, but I'm or just whatever. worried about like the cleanliness situation. I'm I'm worried about a lot of things. I mm-hmm. think. Listen, I I get that some people get off on that, but like for me, I would be so stressed. The I mean, just imagine you time. look over at someone at like, a restaurant, and that's what's and happening to them. I ju- it. It baffles me. Um, I think this one's definitely uh, at the top of my list currently mm-hmm. of, like, mm-hmm. worst owl of the year. I think Percy Longprong, I love. Like, yeah. With, w- but, like, like, a deep, a deep love and appreciation for Percy Longprong. Um, yeah. But in terms of, like, winner of the award of what I hate most, I think this it one's has leading. To be, yeah, this one's definitely, yes. Yeah. Um. Okay, so... Um, a Department of Health. It says PA develop, but it's like lowercase PA Department of Health. Where is this? Pennsylvania. This is on ChristianNews.net. So I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Um, releases sinful guidelines on safer sex during COVID, including sexting instead. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is from okay, PA Pennsylvania. That's yeah. what I thought. Okay. So the Pennsylvania Department of Health released sinful guidelines. Okay, so they're saying it's sinful because this is ChristianNews.net. Yeah. Um, so they released sinful guidelines this fall for residents to have safer sex during the pandemic, including as they engage in fornication with those outside the household or at large gatherings. <laughs> um, you are your safest sex partner, the guideline states. That's true. As posted on the Department of Health website. We are really saying anything we want on the internet now, aren't we, Pennsylvania Department of Health? Um, <laughs> well, you, did are, you did you see the thing about like how like there was something about anal or like there 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 was something that went viral a couple months ago that was like COVID related safety precautions and it was like the state of New oh, York. Like, yes, it was like don't it was like don't look at don't be face to face with someone while you're having sex like. 
Yeah. Doing it from the back is safer because you're yeah. not like exchanging. Yeah, it was something mouth like that. particles. Yes, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, residents should consider utilizing risk reduction strategies to protect your health and the health of your sex partners. Um, plural in parentheses in originals. Um, Christian News is not happy about that. Displeased. Um, your next safest partner, aside from yourself, is someone you live with. Mm-hmm. Um, having close contact, including sex with someone you live with, um, who is also at low risk, present prevents, um, you know, helps prevent spread. Right. Um, if you do have sex with others outside of your household, have a few partners, have as few partners as possible, and pick people that you trust. Um, Ask partners outside your home about COVID before meeting to engage in sex. So it's like how you're supposed to ask people if they might have an STD. You should then also ask them if they might have COVID. If you're HIV positive, you need to be telling people. If you've been exposed to COVID, you need to be telling people. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Me either, girl. Sorry Um, to my watch. You should try to identify a consistent sex partner. Um... One should wear a face mask when engaged in sexual activity. Um, no smooching. No smooching. Um, if the pe- person usually meets sex partners online, they suggest not doing that. Um, finding alternate alternate means of hookups, such as video date sexting, subscription-based fan platforms, what they're saying is OnlyFans, oh or God. chat rooms. Um, what I just love here is that the government is openly telling people to sext and to get on OnlyFans and watch yeah. porn. Just hop right on OnlyFans, yeah. you know, uh, get get off of Grindr and get on Pornhub is what mm-hmm. the state of Pennsylvania says. Yeah. So, I mean, this article goes on to talk about how all of this is sinful. There's some um, great Bible quotes mm-hmm. about yeah. sex and marriage and stuff. So, um, yeah, the... Yeah. Pennsylvania Department of Health is just being very sinful. Well, I mean, according, I mean, if you're going to take this from a religious standpoint, I mean, they're saying that one of your safest options is having sex with someone who lives in your home, which could be your spouse. Mm-hmm. So, like that, that would be fine. That they're 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 encouraging people to fuck the people in their home I mean, who they are not they, related to. The, the the Department of Health is saying to have sex with as few amount of people as possible. You exactly. think the Christians would like this development. Right. But they're saying no, they're they're still encouraging sex at all. Mm-hmm. Therefore it's bad. Yeah. Bulashita. Yeah. Are you ready for the next one? I am. Okay. Uh, man used sex to sell his van. Uh, okay. Graphic designer Nicholas Watt has always had a way with words, but had no idea how much attention he would have captured when he decided to post a particular ad on the back of a minivan that he was trying to sell. Displayed in large, bold letters is the word sex, followed by see how you fa- f- see how you fa- fast fast see how ya y u h fast f a s s s. Um, and it says van for sale. See how you fat. Oh, this is just riddled with typos, isn't it? This mm-hmm. article from the Jamaica Star. Uh, people always stopped me to tell me 
uh, that it is a good idea to sell stuff and how the sticker got them off guard. The sticker doesn't say sex for sale, but persons say that it is what they read at first. And when they read again, they see the real message. This person told the star. Um, he said he sold the vehicle two weeks after the posting the advertisement and claims to, res- to have received numerous calls from people who were interested in getting a similar sticker. Um, I mean, that's basically it. He sold this van very quickly by making it seem like he was selling sex. I mean, honestly, I think that's excellent. Good on him. Yeah, I'm not too mad about that one. Yeah, I think uh, he he knows that sex sells. And you know what else sells? His van. It did. And it did. So um, I, I I support his his choices here. I agree. I don't I don't fully understand what he wrote on it. Uh, it I might. Do not, it might be. I do not. You said this was from the Jamaica Star. I guess it might be some some local slang that I'm just not familiar with. Uh, Perhaps, but um, I think he did great. I agree. Um, taking it back to the states, adult toy shop Romantics with an X remains open in Iowa after state closes many non-essential stores. Though many retail businesses like bookstores, flower shops, and clothing stores are under a statewide order to close, Iowans can still purchase sex toys and lingerie in person. Romantics, an adult entertainment store with nine locations across the state, remains open. To combat the spread of coronavirus, the governor ordered several non-essential retail locations to close last week. Um, So, like the ones we were talking about before, they can still offer curbside delivery or pickup um, and food Restaurants can do, still do takeout, blah, blah, blah. We all know. Mm-hmm. Um, but Romantics, which bills itself as the premier adult toy re- retailer in um, Des Moines, is still selling all of their sex toys, lingerie, and adult DVDs. Mm. Um, rent, the governor's order does not explicitly mention adult entertainment stores. The stores are legally allowed to remain open. <laughs> However, several similar establishments have already closed on their own. Lover's Playground closed. Um, the where are the lovers Den. supposed to play now? Oh, the Lion's Den, a classic. I, where, the, the, where are the lions going to live? Um, <laughs> you always see those Lion's Den uh, billboards on the highway when you're in the middle of nowhere in the Midwest. <laughs> I know. It's so bad. <laughs> um, store representatives were able to confirm that the store will remain open, um, but questions about any limitations in the store service were referred to the company's corporate office. Um, so it seems like all of their Iowa locations are still quite open and the company's corporate office did not return a request for a comment. Um, and then it just goes on to talk about COVID numbers, which I don't want to read about. So anyway, apparently sex shops are essential Essential. businesses in Iowa. (laughs) I mean, I appreciate their ingenuity, um, in, in terms of saying we're not explicitly listed on this list so we're gonna stay open yeah i am a little bit worried about the health and safety of iowans uh mm-hmm. but i think that's on the 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 government for not listing sex shops they as non-essential have, uh, they probably should have listed every type of store ever <laughs> yeah or at least had some sort of language that said like yeah and anything else unless stated otherwise <laughs> you know yeah, they real that's what they should have done they should have yeah. said here's what can stay open if you're not listed go away yeah that would have been easier yeah yeah um 
I mean, but I guess if we're, we're talking about, like, the safest sex partner is you, you might have to go to the store and get something to help you with that, you know? Right. Right. So, and I, maybe, I do, <laughs> maybe it is essential. I don't know. I do appreciate the ingenuity of, of those who work there and said, you know what? I think we're essential. Yeah. So, I guess whoever According is- According to the, the s- aloes, sex is essential. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. So, I guess the CEO of Romantics would be the nominee there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Okay. Fox sports announcer Joe Buck pleads public to stop sending him sex tapes to call play-by-play. <laughs> Just over a week ago, as Americans first began coming to terms with the lockdown, this is a story from April, um, Fox sports broadcaster Joe Buck asked sports fans to give him some new material to work on his play-by-play, because at the time, sports were not happening. Um, with the world of sports grinding to a halt, there's no live broadcast, the dearth of sporting events has been equally hard to stomach for fans and analysts. Um, so it made perfect or, sense or for Or would him. you say analysts? Thank you. Um, so Buck is the lead play-by-play voice for NFL and MLB. Um, and so he was just trying to provide some comic relief during these unprecedented times. Um, so he said, I have good news for you on Twitter in March. While we're all quarantined right now without any sports, I'd love to get some practice reps in. Send me videos of what you're doing at home and I'll work on my play-by-play. His request proved enormously popular as Twitter responded enthusiastically and Buck, who has called so many games, I guess, who cares, um, did a lot of calling from trick golf shots in the garden to marble racing and kids throwing a football around in the garden. Um, Except that some have taken their quests down a, a somewhat more personal path, which could even which could test even the skills of a seasoned commentator as the fifty year old. Um, speaking in an interview, uh, Buck pleaded for fans to stop sending him sex tapes to call on a play by play basis. "Quote: I've received quite a few, and you have to be careful. You have to go through these videos like a Zaprooter film." What? Because you're worried that there's going to be something in the background. There's going to be something hidden, like a highlights magazine that we should not focus on. But it's still there and it becomes some internet thing where I put my voice to something that I shouldn't have. I've had a couple submissions that, let's say, from, let's say, a man and a woman that just didn't seem appropriate to put my voice to in this stage of my life. Maybe later in life, but not now. I... (laughs) Look at these videos very carefully and pick the ones that seem the most wholesome to put my voice to. Um, so yeah, he doesn't want to do play by plays of sex but tapes. He, but surprisingly. he's not ruling it out for the future. I think he's not, which I respect. I think there's a real potential in the industry of of pornographic commentary, like live I agree. play-by-play commentary. Um, I don't think this is Buck's fault. Uh, I don't either. I think and, that up for nomination would be t- people of Twitter. <laughs> All of the people who send in sex tapes, which, um, yeah. like, that's not a single person, though. So although although yeah. I do think those people are definitely aloe of the year material, because it was a multitude of people, I don't know if they take the lead because, you know, mm-hmm. it's, I, I, you can't narrow it down onto, onto one person. I don't think it's it was fair. Buck's fault. Um, no. I I feel like I've seen some of these videos, not the sex tapes, but like the the you know like marble racing and random stuff yeah. that he's done commentary on. Um, so um, 
I'm sorry this happened to you, Buck. Um, maybe we should have seen it coming, but you know what? I'm glad that your innocence was still intact, at least, uh, prior I agree. to this. Uh, we've been doing a lot of sex ones. This one, I think, is more in the romance section. Okay. Um, man requests sword fight with ex-wife and lawyer to settle legal dispute. I love this. I'm going to put it on the record right now. I know nothing else about this story. Mm-hmm. This is great. Um... I'd like to hear more. Well, here you go. A Kansas man has asked an Iowa judge to let him engage in a sword fight with his ex-wife and her attorney in a trial by combat that will settle their ongoing legal legal dispute. David Ostrom, 40, of Kansas, said um, in January, so this was January of 2020, so it's almost been a full year. Um, He said in the court filing that his former wife, Bridget Ostrom, um, and her attorney, Matthew Hudson, had, quote, destroyed him legally. Uh, the judge had the power to let the parties, quote, resolve our disputes on the field of bag- battle legally, said David, um, adding in his filing that trial by combat has never been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in these United States. In these United he States. also asked the judge for 12 weeks time so he could secure Japanese samurai swords. <laughs> The Ostroms have been embroiled in disputes over custody and visitation issues and property tax payments. So they have children. <laughs> uh, his motion filed um, stemmed from his frustrations with his ex-wife's attorney. Um, I think I've met Mr. Hudson's absurdity with my own absurdity, he said, um, adding that his former wife could choose Hudson to act as her champion so he can fight on her behalf. Um Hudson argued in his legal response that because a duel could end in death, quote, such ramifications likely outweigh those of property tax and custody issues. Um, Let's see. Hudson asked the judge to reject the request for trial by combat. The judge said in his own filing that he won't be issuing a decision anytime soon, citing irregularities with both sides' motions and responses. Uh, The judge said, until the proper procedural steps to indicate a court proceeding are followed, this court will take no further action concerning any motion, objection, or petition filed by either party at this time. Now... Um, at at yeah. first, I I was like, is this like a fight to the death? Like, I don't know if I don't know if that's the best idea. But then when it came out that the the guy was just doing it because he was so frustrated with the absurdity of his wife's lawyer's requests, and he knew that they wouldn't say yes. Like, he didn't actually want a sword well, fight. I mean, that's what it seems. But also, we don't know that. We don't know that for sure. But that's that's the vibe I get, and I think that is hilarious. <laughs> Oh, it's very good. It's it's unique. It's a concept we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. It's um it's original. Uh, and I appreciate that. I think this go- this is up there with the X rated business card as uh, things I unironically love. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Um, okay, we're gonna do one last one. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Um, a ghost is the perfect quarantine sex partner. Mm. In a recent sex advice column published on Slate. Um, An unnamed writer came to the columnist with a classic quandary. Her friend appears to be engaging in sexual relations with a ghost, and she doesn't know what to do about it. (laughs) At first, when the friend... First of all, maybe... Like, it's weird, but maybe mind your own business and don't write to a magazine about it. I don't know. (laughs) Um, At first, when the friend divulged that she was, quote, masturbating while thinking of a man who lived in her apartment in the 1920s, (laughs) the writer thought she was joking. 
But over the past few months, it seems, the friend has apparently grown increasingly smitten with John. She references him as though they are partners. She posts about him on social media. Okay, no, maybe I would perhaps get involved in this. This seems more serious. (laughs) So enraptured is this woman by her ghostly lover that she is even considering abstaining from seeing an old sex partner out of concern that it might make John jealous. Oh my God. Uh, The writer is troubled. Um, I can't tell if this is harmless or if I should have a more direct conversation with her about it. Um, So this person says, no, I mean, no disrespect towards the advice of columnist Rich Javas Jaza Jaz Kayla can't read J U Z W I A K Jazwick Jazwick Who cares? Sure. Um, who believes the friend to I be bet either? He cares. I, he probably does, but alas, um, he believes that the friend is either fully aware of how ridiculous this is or not at all. The la- latter case would be a cause for concern. Dot dot dot. Probably. Um, so this person from the cut would like to offer their own opinion. Mm-hmm. As I see it, they say, banging a ghost is the perfect solution to safe sex amid the coronavirus pandemic. <laughs> if you don't believe in the supernatural, you may see it as a sort of vivid fantasy, like masturbating with a few extra bells and whistles. Um, remember that masturbating is something that NYC health officials enthusiastically approve of. Uh, and if you do believe in ghosts, well, the whole thing seems ideal. Having a disembodied spirit as a sexual partner means you can carry on your affair from the comfort of your own home, ideal in the time of responsible social distancing. <laughs> you also don't have to worry about COVID-19 transmission unless who, the World Health Organization, is sitting on information unknown to me. Instead, you get to focus on the matter at hand, having nasty, sweaty ghost stacks. <laughs> Which brings me to the most compelling reason to let a ghost hit it. And not just now, but at any point in time. They know how to lay pipe. In 2004, Anna Nicole Smith said a ghost gave her, quote, some amazing sex. Kasha once proclaimed that she, quote, went to bone zone with a spirit. They've had time to practice. They have a lot of time to practice. Exactly. He's from the 1920s. Speaking of her own ghostly experience, Lucy Liu said it was sheer bliss. I felt everything. I climaxed and then he floated away. (laughs) Lizzie! A generous lover who kindly leaves you to yourself to bask in your meditative post-orgasm state? Bliss indeed. Lucy Lou, that is the Michigan difference. <laughs> wow. So, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think that's just funny. It's very good. This like, person, Amanda Arnold, who wrote this. Yeah. Um, thank you. I think, for all of your opinions on ghost sex. I think if I were Amanda Arnold, I would probably say something similar. If I were the friend of this person who is like I think I think what really gets me is the is the posting on social media. Um presumably I would love to know who this woman is. <laughs> like is I I would be her ghost very boyfriend. concerned for this person's mental what health. What would you do, Sarah, if I started doing something like this? Um if I, I started ghost, dating I would ghost a you. ghost. Well, you <laughs> legally can't. So, that, I, I, so now I what? would sword fight you to the death. Interesting. Well, then I would just be a ghost like my lover. So, <laughs> I think I'd be but fine. Then I, I guess. But then I would be out of our legal obligations. <laughs> I guess. Uh, wow. Um, so there you have it. All right. Well, I have written down all the things that you listed. So let's mm-hmm. just do a quick review for the kids. 
Cyberpunk it's a long one. Yeah. It's a long episode. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 dildos. Mm-hmm. Sex fantasy acquittal. Suing parents for destroying porn. X-rated business card. No COVID fucking. Twitter-controlled vibrators. Yes, COVID sexting. Selling van via sex. Sex store equals essential. Mm-hmm. Play-by-play sex tapes commentary. Sword fight divorce trial by combat. And ghost COVID fucking. We covered a lot of ground. I feel like there were some really good ones in there. Yeah. Some not good ones. I mean, I think for me, the one that still is aloe of the year in terms of, like, the thing I'm most disturbed by, the thing mm-hmm. that concerns me most, is the Twitter-controlled vibrator. I appreciate right. the the enthusiastic cons- consent on, on all mm-hmm. sides of this. However, I still am just alarmed by it. I... I think I have to agree. I would like our I would like us for a, to pick a top 4 and okay. make that our Twitter poll. Um Okay. But I do think that's also my pick, but I do also want to see what the people think. Now, for the top 4, are we going to include our unironic favorites in that? Because if we're including unironic favorites, I'd like to include X-rated business card and sword fight divorce. But if we're talking about like most alarming things, I don't think those make it. I don't know. I mean, let's let's let me look at this list. Okay, other things to make the poll. I think the um, suing parents for destroying porn. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the sex fantasy acquittal. And um, I just love what's his face. What? What's his name? I don't know. Buck. The no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the one from the business card. What's his name? Oh, Percy. Percy Longprong. <laughs> Thank you. I just love him. I love him so much. Do we want I mean, to just we, do we want to throw Percy Longprong on there just we for have fun? To. Okay. I think we have to. Okay. That's fine. Let's do that. Okay. We got Percy Longprong. Mm-hmm. We got we'll put our choice, which yeah. is um how would I write the this? The Twitter controlled vibrator. Um suing parents for destroying porn. And Sex fantasy acquittal. I might like include pictures of these headlines with the poll just for just, some, just for a little bit of context. Uh-huh. Yeah, good, excellent. All right, uh, you can find that poll. Wait, no, we have to do our beef and juice. I mean, you can find that poll, but we'll tell you when in a minute. Yep. Where? When? Who? How? Why? Kayla, what's your beef and your juice this week? I wrote it. I wrote some down. My beef is that yesterday I like woke up and I just like itched my nose a little bit and my nose ring popped off. Mm. Um, and I was somehow able to find like the top part, which is the very expensive part. So that was good. But then I like couldn't get it back on. I think I like broke the part that connects them, and I couldn't go to the, like the place I got the piercing because I've traveled recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they wouldn't have me in, which is fair. Um, mm-hmm. so then I had to go to Hot Topic and get just like a shitty one that I can just leave in my nose. So the hole doesn't close up. Oh, so you but went I had to, to Hot like, Topic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I did go to Hot Topic, and so then, but I had to like keep taking out and putting in nose rings, and I like had never taken it out before yesterday. So then it was like bleeding. It's no, very uncomfortable no. to take that, like the no, the skin of your nose nostril, your your nostril is quite thick, mm. um, so you can feel it the whole way. It feels 
awful. Um, that nostril skin will really get you. It really does. <laughs> um, so that's my beef. I'm incredibly annoyed about it. I kept waking up last night being afraid that the one I have in now fell out because it's a lot thinner. Wasp there's not nostrils. like a backing really. It's very stressful. So anyway, okay. um, my juice is I finally got a job. Yes, you did. I'm finally employed, which is very exciting, and um, so that's nice. And I don't have to start till the 11th, which means I get like a nice Christmas break. And mm-hmm. um, my other juice is the video game Eichenfell, which people tweeted us about like months ago because there's an aromantic character. I haven't come to this part of the story where that comes up yet, though I'm like at the end, so I don't know if I missed something, but um, it's a very good vid game, and I would recommend it. Nice. My juice, and I I didn't prepare my juice in beef last week, which is why I forgot to say this. Kayla started watching Shit's Creek. Oh my god, shit! I was gonna, I was also gonna say that this week, but I also forgot. But I did start watching Shit's Creek. I'm You're on, on like season episode five. five. I, episode five. I'm on season season. Yeah. Yes. It's a delight for me. Um, she'll just mm-hmm. send me some random comments out of context, and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just, it, it finally happened, guys. We did it. Um, my other juice is that I started learning Korean on accident. Now, <laughs> was it on accident though? Tell me that. Well, kind of, because here's the thing. I've, I've expressed this to Kayla. I don't remember if I've expressed this on the pod or not. Um, I am annoyed by the fact that when I look at written Korean, I can't pronounce it. Like. If 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 I look at Spanish written down, I can't understand it, but I can say it. Like I might butcher it a little bit, but I can say it. Um, but because Korean uses different characters, like different alphabet, uh, I can't just like read it, and that bothered me. So on a whim, I just added it to my Duolingo because I just wanted to be able to understand the alphabet, and then I just kept doing it, mm-hmm. and. I, I mean, I don't, will will I continue learning it once I have the whole alphabet down? I mean, there's only one way to find out. Depends if you get hyper fixated by then. Yeah, I just, like, I'm just kind of surprised that I kept doing it. (laughs) So, uh... That's where we're at. My beef is that I don't have any songwriting or music producing skills. I think that would be neat. But is you're just t- like a beef that you just had. I told Isn't you about it like your- two days ago. Okay. Uh, I think it would be neat to be good at that. But you're telling me that I have to put effort in to be even average at it. That's some bullshita. Um, so that's just. Uh, yeah, that's my beef. Kayla, the reason that you think I've said this before is because I've said it to you. Multiple times, I think. Seems very familiar. This is a recent, a recent thing. (laughs) Okay, you can tell us about your beef, your juice, your aloe of the year, or you can vote in our poll on our social media, at SoundsFakePod. Um... You can also find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash soundsfakepod. Our $5 patrons are Jennifer Smart, Asritha Vinakota, Austin Lay, Perry Fierro, D, Quinn Pollock, Emily Collins, Book Marvel, Changing MX, Simona Simon, Jamie Jack, Jess Cachet, Rhea Faustino, Daniel Walker, Livy, Madeline Askew, Lily, James, Corinne, Alice is in Space, Sky Simpson, Brooke Siegel, Ashley W., Savannah Cozart, Harry Hasden Dugan, Soup, Amanda Kiker, Vishak, Jacob Weber, Rory, Amberly Istar, Rachel, Kate Costello, John, Ariel Laxo, Ellie, Tessa, Matias T., Courtney Pritchard, Chris Lortano, Dia Chappelle, Sam, 
Sam and Megan Jeffrey. Our $10 patrons are Arknes, who'd like to promote the Trevor Project, Benjamin Abara, who'd like to promote Tabletop Games, Anonymous, who'd like to promote Halloween, Sarah McCoy, who'd like to promote Podcasts from a Planet Weird, my Aunt Jeannie, who'd like to promote Christopher's Haven, Cassandra, who'd like to promote their modeling Instagram at Little Red, Doug Rice, who'd like to promote Native by Caitlin Curtis, Maggie Capelba, who'd like to promote her dogs Leia, Minnie, and Max, and also would like to promote H. Valdez, who is our next $10 patron. <laughs> Um, Purple Chickadee, IshlyWithFlugel.wordpress.com, Barefoot Backpacker, um, Ashlyn Bodecker, who is at Shlimo everywhere, The Steve, who would like to promote Ecosia, R.E.K., who would like to promote the slime segment The Eyeball Zone, Maddie, who would like to promote The Union Series by T.H. Hernandez, Derek and Carissa, who would like to promote the overthrow of heteronormativity in support of Melody the Hamster, and Andrew Hillam, who would like to support being excellent to each other. I also support and promote that, Andrew. Good call. Our fifteen dollar patrons are Nathaniel White and Nathaniel White. Nope, that boop. Our fifteen dollar patrons are Nathaniel White and Nathaniel J White Designs dot com. My mom Julie, who would like to promote free mom hugs. Sarah Jones, who is at Eternal Lolly everywhere. Andy A, who would like to promote being in unions in the IWW. Martin Giselle, who would like to promote mental health. Miranda Denton, who would like to promote Casa Q. Layla, who would like to promote Christmas time lasting the entirety of December or however long you want. I heartily agree. Layla. Um, Strawberry, who would like to promote the planet Earth, uh, and Dragonfly, who would like to promote mm-hmm. bagels. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. I hope everyone has a safe, healthy, happy holiday season and a new year. Tune in next Sunday for more, for more of us in your ears. Until then, take good care of your cows. <laughs>